by the powers of the spirits of the East, who bring light, humor, and clarity, we call to the witches. By the powers of the spirits of the South, who bring protection, passion, and courage, we call to the witches. By the powers of the spirits of the West, who bring harmony, strength, and healing, we call to the witches. By the powers of the spirits of the North, who bring abundance, growth, and peace, we call to the witches. Desert Jen and Obsidia Musette Sage, here to share our knowledge with you on all things witchcraft. Welcome, Welcome to, to the, the Crones of the Wild Wastelands. Hail and welcome to another episode of Crones of the Wild Wasteland. You've got me, Obsidian Musette Sage here. Desert Jen has had to take a bit of a sabbatical, so I've asked my kids to fill in. We've got Pan and her husband, Dimitri, as my guest co-hosts. Pan is a witch who does not honor gods and goddesses, but instead harnesses the energy of the universe to use magic. And Dimitri is a witch like his mama and calls upon whoever he feels like at the time. Thanks for having me on the show today. It looks like we're going to learn a lot and have some fun doing it. Thank you for also having me on the show today. I'm excited. Awesome. Just so whomever is listening knows uh you will be hearing some loud screeching through this it's not intentional i do have Tourette's, so warning if you have headphones on yes it can be very entertaining too right you can i can and that's how we hear him in the store if we lose him oh yeah it's yeah. my own little echolocation it's quite nice to have yeah so on to a more serious subject uh we've got before we get into today's episode we've got some uh, serious business we've got to talk about we're dedicating today's episode to two very special individuals uh, first of all, a few weeks ago, my nephew, the kid's cousin, uh, took his own life. Our family is very devastated and heartbroken for the man who thought that he had no other choice but to end things. In his last year, uh, Cody took, asked me to be his mentor and to teach him witchcraft. So I agreed, obviously, and I will honor his memory by continuing to teach his friend who joined him in his witchcraft lessons. I know Cody is with the goddess, and I personally will miss him terribly. So this episode is for you, Cody, and I hope that you were in the Summerlands and have found the peace that you were looking for. And then, the other person we're honoring today is part of Desert Jen's family. They are also devastated and heartbroken. Desert Jen's mother has passed away recently. She lived a very full and happy life at home with her fa- and she was at home with her family when she crossed over. Please keep Desert Jen and her family in your heart and send them as much positive energy as you can. You will be missed, Nellie, and we know that you are now with your husband and you are at peace. That was very sobering, yeah. you guys. Yeah, it's it was a difficult time for our family and for Desert Jen's family. It's It's been uh, quite sobering for everybody. Oh, yeah. Cody's, Cody was easy to love. He really was. Cody's easy. And so is Nellie. Nellie oh. was very easy to love. She was, she was the best great Grammy in the whole wide world. Seeing her with her grandbaby was just awesome. Oh, yeah. She uh she was like the only person that remembered me after the first time meeting her. Yeah. So I always thought that was really cool every time I entered her home because she would remember me and like greet me by name. And that was always super sweet. That's awesome. So let's uh get to something more fun, shall we? 
We're coming at you ready to school all you dirty witches out there on cleansing techniques. Yep, that's right. In our beginner witch series, we are teaching you all the ways that you can cleanse yourself, your crafting tools, and any spaces you come across that contain negative energy. So sit back and settle in with your favorite snack because here we go. So, Obsidia, Dimitri, what's the tarot card of the day? I hope it's a good one. Uh, today's card was the Three of Wands. It's about expansion, foresight. My gut feeling on this card is that everybody should stay on their path, stay the course. And by doing so, you'll come across a chance for some new opportunities and growth. So all you witches out there, stay where you are, friends. Good things are on the way. Just stick it out. We'll see what happens, okay? Okay. That was a good card for today. Yeah, I think so. I think that's a good card. It really was. I I quite like the the positive message because it does feel like things are switching around for the better. Well, it's springtime. That is very true. We're coming up on springtime. We're trying to come up on springtime. I know. So, we're going on to cleansing today. Cleansing removes negative energy from just about anything. Best way to cleanse a space is with the four elements. Do you guys know how to do that? Have you done this? You've done this. The four yes. um, the four elements, we'll start with the east, which is air. A couple ways you can uh, use air to cleanse your space is you can use feathers, or also if you light something along the lines of like incense or a candle, that also um, gives you the air element, as well as fire. Right. right. I happen to be a big fan of fire cleansing, uh, mainly just because I, I think that flames dancing are a beautiful thing to watch. But if I can't get a hold of any candles, then I quite like to use the incense because it makes everything feel better. Right. And to clarify, fire is the south. And then in the west, water is your best bet. You know, there's really nothing else in the west that you can you can use. And then in the north, you use salt. So that's your four elements for cleansing right there. But with the water... It can be regular old tap water, it could be purified water, or it can be moon water. That's true. So I do actually have a question. Why is it salt in the north? Is it because it represents earth, or...? Yes, because yes, salt, yes, salt comes from the earth. Okay. Yes. I wasn't and, and there's other sure. things you could use, I imagine, than salt. I mean, you could use earth, earth, you know. You could like use dirt, fertile. leaves. Yeah. Well, leaves, yeah, leaves come from, yeah. You could use leaves. You could use leaves, but I would recommend getting fallen leaves that are on the ground. Don't take from the earth. From the trees, yeah. yeah. Don't, no, unless you ask permission. Other ways that you can best cleanse your space, or things that you can use to cleanse your space, cleansing herbs. Um, some examples of those would be rosemary, juniper, frankincense, cedarwood. There's cleansing oils. Do you guys know some cleansing oils? Rosemary, sage, cedar, lavender. Do you have any more to add? I know that lemongrass, tea tree, cinnamon, and patchouli are fantastic, but cinnamon and lavender are very toxic to cats. Yeah, be very careful with your herbs. If you have animals, herbs and oils, that kind of stuff, make sure that you check and make sure that they're not going to hurt your animals. This includes putting the cleansing oils in a diffuser uh, the diffuser diffuser, an oil diffuser it can still be toxic to them with the diffuser so please be careful yeah then you've got your cleansing crystals that you can use and we'll we'll give you guys some examples on how to use all this stuff when we get there this is just the the beginning where we tell you what you can use crystals would be lodestone obsidian which is my favorite Go figure, right? <laughs> Black tourmaline, smoky quartz, and selenite. Selenite's a good one. 
Selenite's my favorite. I have a selenite wand, and I love it. Yeah. I am a big fan of smoky quartz. I always have been. Okay, so we were talking about salt, right? So how how do you think you would cleanse a place with salt? You can use salt in a couple ways. If you're cleansing your property, you could spread it around your property to help ward off the negativity and whatnot. You can also use it to cleanse objects. So you could put your object in a bowl and cover it with the salt. I mean, you could also just go full-blown supernatural and do a whole salt salt circle. You'll be fine. You could, you could. You could also just put salt in a bowl and keep that in your space and that should absorb the negativity as well. Yeah, definitely. But are there certain things that salt should not touch? Yeah, there is. Uh, Turquoise and malachite. Um, calcite, amber, moonstone, and selenite. Keep your selenite away from the salt. Even though really? it's, yeah, yeah. It can break down your crystals. And, and it can also give the opposite effect of what you're trying to do. Right. And then there's something I like to do. This is something I kind of made up on my own. There, there's something about black salt that a lot of witches do. I don't do black salt. I do what I call black positivity salt. So I take my ashes for my incense and I put them in a little cauldron until I build up a lot of it, a lot of it. And then I take Himalayan pink salt, maybe a little bit of herbs that I like or whatever, and I put them all in a big mortar and pestle and I take the incense ashes and mix them all up real well, grind them all together and then just put them in a container and then whenever I think I need to, I sprinkle them over the threshold of my front door. Whenever I think somebody's coming over that I might be bringing me negativity or whatever, Put them right there on the threshold. And I usually say a little mantra, you know, something that says, but this is my will, keep keep negativity out. You know, I always say something different because I can never remember what I'm supposed to say, you know, because I have the memory of a squirrel. But, you know, I always say something different. But that's my positivity salt. That's what I do. Um, and every witch does something different. You can also use something like black salt or positivity salt in your spell jars and your in your uh, cleansing rituals you can use it for a lot of things anything that you could use normal salt for you can use positivity salt to add that boost right well unless you're cooking don't use it yeah yeah, don't use it in your cooking no that's not (laughs) you don't want incense ashes in your cooking (laughs) no definitely not (laughs) another thing that you can use and and uh pan mentioned this briefly already is moon water and if you don't know how to make moon water here's how you do it dimitri tell us how to make moon water So, moon water happens to be one of my favorite things to make, just because it's really super simple. You can take a lovely little jar that you have lying around, it doesn't have to be a little jar, it could be big, and you fill it with any kind of tap water or any kind of water, and on a nice full moon where the moon will be out and shining bright, set it outside overnight and let the wonderful energy from the moon charge your water. And it can be used to calm down like rowdy cats, center yourself. It can be used for a lot of really great things that not a lot of people know about. Yeah, you can, um, I sometimes use it in my hair. Like when I'm styling my hair, I need to wet my hair a little bit. I put it in my hair just kind of like to give me that little protection, a little boost that day. You know, you can spray your animals with it, like you said. We use it, sometimes I put it in our cat's water fountain to help chill them out a little bit, because our cats are pretty rowdy. Yeah, and you could, you could use it in cooking. This is true. You, know, you can. can use it in cooking. You can use it anywhere you use water. You can use moon water. Just like the salt, it's very universal. Yep. And the best time to do moon water is on the exact day of the full moon. That is the best 
uh, time to do it, it gives you the best results. You can also recharge your moon water on every full moon. If you have some and you think it's lost its potency, put it back outside on your next full moon. Right. And then when you've got a special moon, such as, uh, like, last, in 2019, we did the last full moon of the decade. And I did a very special big jar of moon water for the last full moon of the decade. Or then one year we had a full moon on Samhain. That was a really special one that I kept moon water from. You can also do it on, like, a blood moon, a blue moon. Right. The harvest moon has always been my favorite to get moon water from. Get it for the first full moon of the year, that kind of stuff. Yeah, but and there's also some people who will say that you need to go get the moon water back into the house before the sun comes up. Because the sun will burn away the moon's potency. In Hmm. my opinion, I don't think that's true. I don't mind leaving mine out because, in my opinion, the sun helps charge it as well, just in a different way. I don't think it counteracts the effects of the moon. I just think it makes it stronger with a different energy. Hmm. Well, you can also make, you know, regular water you can put out there to charge with the sun. Yeah, sun water. If you have the intention. Yeah. It's all about your intention. Intention is everything. Right. It really is. So let's talk about types of cleansing. We're going to use any of these types of cleansing methods with your intention or visualization will increase these effects. So ritual cleansing baths. These are ancient rituals that were uh, performed by followers of the old gods. It cleanses your mind, body, and spirit. They're very restorative. They are efficient ways to banish negative energy and it prepares you for Sabbaths and rituals. I personally don't take baths. There's also a way you can use a a cleansing bath called an uncrossing and this is something i learned when i was doing this research i didn't know you could do this it's a cleansing bath that unbinds hexes and curses that were put on you from other people from other witches Hmm. and a cleansing bath is usually just bath water that contains cleansing herbs oils and salts so for example Hmm. you could do a cleansing bath and add your positivity salt you could even add a little bit of your moon water in there right um, you can, another way to enhance your cleansing bath would be to burn incense or a candle next to you while you're doing it. Right. And do you remember, I don't know if you remember, Pam, when you were younger, when I did take baths, remember I would put all my herbs and stuff in a cheesecloth. Remember I would take those peace baths? Yes. And I would put all my herbs and stuff in a cheesecloth, tie it with some twine and throw it in my bath water. That way I'm not getting all those herbs and flower petals and all that stuff in the bathtub. And they make, still sometimes made it through and pissed off dad, though. <laughs> it, it did. It did. Yeah, it did. But trying to keep everything nice and neat and clean so I didn't have a big mess to clean up. But that's one way you could do Another it. Another way you can do it other than cheesecloth is get a tea, uh, tea ball, a tea diffuser. Right, and you can actually use that for a cleansing shower as well. Yes, a cheesecloth or a tea diffuser. You can fill it with your herbs and whatever else you need and hang it from your shower head so it's directly in the spray and that will cleanse you as a shower as well. Right. Well, that comes in handy for the people who don't really like baths. Exactly. See, like I said, I don't take baths anymore, so that's perfect for me. Another thing you could do for cleansing is make an herbal cleansing spray. You can make it from essential oils with herbal diffusion. You can make it with an alcohol base or an oil base, either way you would like. And you simply just spray it on the desired area to remove negative energy. That could be your household, your pets, your furniture, yourself, other people. Right, but just please like we don't, talked about. 
please don't go up and spray random people in the face. <laughs> You're in Walmart and be like, "You're being very toxic today." That goes like Working past my service plans. and spray all your customers in the face. Right. Hey, don't take this to work, Demetri. That would be a bad thing. Dang it! There goes like all of my future plans. <laughs> <laughs> Can't do it to coworkers you don't like. It doesn't work that way. I really wish it did. Next time you're being negative, I'm gonna pull it out and spray you in the face with it. Bad, bad Get kitty. Get off the couch. That's exactly right. <laughs> That's what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna do that. The next thing is called asperging, which is a fancy way to say practice of cleansing a space with sanctified water. You know, you really could have just said that. That was a big word. I was worried. (laughs) (laughs) And the the sanctified water can be the moon water we've talked about, but it can also be water that you bless with salt. You can bless it with any kind of salt. Just, that's all it is. And you just go around and sprinkle the the water wherever you, you can use it. That's what you can use as part of your four elements. You combine the water and the salt. So that way you've got your incense with the air and the fire, and you've got the salt and the water combined pretty easy cleansing thing you can do doesn't take much time you can do this with your craft tools so say you've got um, some new tarot cards you want to cleanse a little spray of salt water isn't going to kill them especially if you wipe it off pretty soon after a new pendulum a new fma anything put on your altar you can cleanse this way you can even cleanse your entire altar with it yeah and anything that can pass through smoke or pass underwater, a little sprinkle of water. We're not talking, you know, a big old faucet full <laughs> of water. Don't drown it. Yeah, don't, don't drown it in your sink. But, you know, anything like that you can cleanse with your, your salt uh, incense and stuff. So Also, another way, another thing you can use for cleansing that we forgot to mention sooner, but it's one of the most well-known things, is sage. You can always burn sage for cleansing. Well, okay, here's, here's why we didn't put this on the thing, pan. Okay, here's the thing cultural misappropriation you know that big word right you've heard about this burning sage is not allowed unless you are native american i don't agree with this desert jen doesn't agree with this and we're going to have an entire show about this someday you cannot use sage unless you are native american you have to use something else you cannot smudge unless you're native american there are other things other than sage. I just don't know any off the top Palo of my Santo, head. Palo Santo. You can use Palo Santo. And there are other types. You can use other types of sage that are okay, I guess. But you can't use white sage. Normal sage you cannot use. I feel, in a way, I feel like that's wrong and that doesn't make sense because it comes from the earth. Well, here's the thing. Spirituality is for all people. Right. And I don't think it's right that somebody comes along and says, well, this is what my ancestors did, and this is what my culture does, so you're not allowed to do it ever, ever, ever. Well, I thought spirituality is for everybody, and that you share spirituality, and that it's the world, and you can just do whatever you want, because you're a human on the earth, and spirituality is for everybody. Nobody can tell me what my religious path is. Yes, exactly. Nobody can tell me how to worship. Nobody can tell me how to be a witch. So if I want to study voodoo, I'm going to study voodoo. If I want to smudge with sage, I'm going to smudge with sage. Come right. on, guys. Exactly. But that's my point. It comes from the earth. Who are they to tell us what we can and can't do? Well, also, I think one of the, the greatest parts about uh, Wicca and paganism as a religion 
is the fact that you can cross different things. Exactly. Being eclectic is exactly. a big thing. So we're not going to go any further into this because Desert Jen and I are going to oh, cover this yeah. whole thing later on. But yeah, that's the thing. Uh, the next thing we'd like to talk about. So the next thing we're going to cover is sound. Demetri's playing with my symbols, can you tell? I am. They're quite fun. So, sound is something I'm very familiar with. I create it often. <laughs> but Sorry. It's, it's quite a great way to actually cleanse your space as well, because the vibrations can stir up the different kinds of energy, which makes it easier to remove it from your home. Because negativity and positivity are not often things that magnetize together, so the, the sound will help break it away from the positive parts and move it to where you can cleanse your space easier. So things like clapping, singing, chanting, cymbals, which are extremely fun, uh, singing bowls, bells, pots and pans, or even, yeah, drums would be fantastic. Or I often like to smack on tables because it creates a nice little rhythm that's appealing to my ears. And it also helps make my space feel better. And it's something I can do everywhere. Yeah, whatever works for you, man. Whatever works. There's also another way you can do this. For those of you that have Alexa out there, you can use her to do this for you. Pan, why don't you show us how to get her to remove negative energy? Alexa, remove negative energy. Welcome to remove negative energy. So that's how you get Alexa. <laughs> that's how you get her to do that for you. If you say remove negative energy, she'll play a specific tone that is going to remove that energy. It's a specific tone that is, or sorry, witchcraftedly. Is that a word? That's not a word. That doesn't feel but like a word. The witches say that it removes negative energy. Um, Another. It has to be. It has to be in your skills though. So if you're gonna do it. Put in your skills for her. Another type of sound you can use for removing negative energy is just listen to the music you enjoy. Put yourself in a better mood. Definitely. Definitely. Podcast, music, whatever puts you in a good mood can help get rid of that negative energy. Definitely. That's a good way to cleanse yourself of negative energy, for sure. It truly is, especially after super long days where you just feel like you can't handle everybody anymore. And you're going to hermit like you so often do, son. Yeah. Well, look, graveyard shifts. That's my new excuse. No, yeah, your new excuse. <laughs> your new excuse out of what, thousands? Yeah, exactly. Okay. You've got to have a Rolodex. <laughs> so, what else can we do to cleanse? Uh, another way we can cleanse is something we call blowing, which removes the dust and debris from your object or space. But your breath, when you blow out, you can fill uh, fill the object or whatever you're cleansing with your energy or intent and infuse them with your personal energy. That's a great way to help cleanse your crafting tools and anything like that because you're putting yourself into it. Right. And this, this kind of like connects you with your tools, you know, your, your craft tools. So that's pretty cool. That's a good way. Uh, what about sweeping? Have you guys ever um, used a besom to sweep? 
Yes. Besom, sweet and heavy. Oh, it's, yeah, I know we do. That? I don't know what that is. A besom? Uh, we have one over our front door. A besom oh. is a witch's broom. It's not for sweeping, not not for sweeping everyday sweeping. Like, here's a, here's a typical way you could do. Use a mundane broom first. So you sweep your whole entire house with your mundane broom. Then you use your besom to ritually sweep the negativity away. So you sweep widdershins, which is counterclockwise. And you sweep all the negativity up, and you're not actually sweeping the floor. It's more of a movement. You know, movement. Um, and then you you literally sweep that negative energy out your front door. Make sure you get it off your porch, nowhere near where your living space is, and get it out of there. For those of you guys listening who may not know, a besom is a lovely little witch's broom that's made out of sticks and twine wrapped in ribbon of three separate colors. No, it doesn't have to be the ribbon. That's because, just mine. That's true. The but the ribbon makes it nice and pretty. It the, does. The ribbon can also represent different colors. Or the colors of the ribbon can represent different things as well. Yes. So you can look up the the properties of different colors and add that to your besom to add your own personal touch of what you need. And actually, do you guys remember the movie Practical Magic? Yes. Well, what were they doing with their rooms? Do you remember? Do you remember this part? Very when they get the, all the women together and they're all oh. sweeping, right? Right? Yeah. Right? They're getting rid of the negative energy. That's exactly what they were doing. That's that's why a lot of people feel quite a lot better after they do spring cleaning. is because it's a way of cleansing your house of all the negative things that have happened. And starting anew, which is kind of nice. Right. I don't really like to clean, so... You know, but I do like it when my, it's not that I don't like to clean. I just don't like to do it all the time. I'll get in a mood. You guys know. So what about sunlight and moonlight? These are like the ultimate cleansers, right? Right. We talked about this with the moon water and the the sun water. You can do it. It doesn't have to be just water. You can put anything in the moon or the sun to cleanse it. You can put your crafting tools, your crystals, your, you could put your besom outside. Yeah. You could put. Put your kid out there. (laughs) Yeah. Right? I used to kick you guys outside. Don't put a toddler outside in the middle (laughs) of the night, please. (laughs) But you can put anything outside to cleanse it based on the moon or the sunlight. And the UV radiation from the sunlight will kill bacteria and viruses. I know. Can we put the demon kitty out there? Will that help? Probably not. Oh, okay. Sorry. (laughs) I just thought it might help. It might, but you never know. I mean, she lays in the sun all day, and it hasn't helped anything. That's true. Bummer. Okay. But whatever you put outside to cleanse, you should put it outside for a minimum of at least an hour, but preferably all day or night long, depending on if you're doing moonlight or sunlight. But you can do the ultimate cleanse by starting out in the morning around sunrise, put it out in the sunlight, and leave it all day and all the next night and get it the next sunrise. That's right. Definitely. You can also use a crystal grid. Have you guys ever used a crystal grid? No, I don't know what that is. I tried to, like, once. And it was only because I sat there and started playing with my rocks. And I quite liked, like, the pattern that I had made. Mm -hmm. But I I wasn't able to complete it with my intent because it wasn't fully there. You know, I hadn't even really known too much about a crystal grid before I did this. Because I like my rocks and stuff, but I'm really not that much into the rock thing anymore. So, a crystal grid, I guess, is just a grid you use when you're cleansing your crystals. It's a pattern that speaks to you, 
or it's sacred geometry, so you can get a pattern offline or you know whatever. Yeah, you find a pattern that works, and it charges your crystals. You place the grid in a desired uh, space that you want to be cleansed. You let it sit there for 24 to 72 hours. Um, I guess you charge your crystals first, right? Yes. And th- that's what it is. Okay, you charge your crystals first, then you put them on the grid in the space that you want cleansed. Yes. I see. Okay, I get it. Okay. See, I don't know everything. It, it doesn't help to have a dead crystal, especially if you're trying to change the energy around you. So it's always best to charge them before you want to do any kind of, like, crystal grid to help with your energy or if you're using them in a ritual of some kind it's always helpful yeah and you yeah. can with the crystal grid you can leave them in that place permanently just be sure to charge your crystals periodically and to charge your crystals you can charge them in the moonlight or the sunlight and also selenite itself is a charger as a charging crystal so you can yeah. use selenite to charge your other crystals right yeah i have selenite permanently on my altar like i always put a piece of selenite up there just in case i need to charge anything throughout the right I, I i do my altar every season typically i do have a spring summer winter fall altars so and i always put a a piece of selenite up there and sometimes i do an altar for different sabbats but we'll, we'll get all into that later that's something else Okay, so we've got the Lesser Banishing Ritual of the Pentagram. This is a ritual commonly used in high magic. Traditionally, an athame is used. I've never done this, but if you're interested, you can find out how to do this by accessing your internet or books by Raymond Buckland. He was really big on this stuff. Um, It's kind of complicated. This might seem kind of random. Back on to the subjects of rocks and things like that. Hematite is actually an amazing rock to bring in positive energy. It works really well. I happen to have a bracelet that my wife kindly gave to me. And I notice a difference when I'm not wearing it compared to when I am because it really does help me at least reground and center myself. So if you have any on hand, it really does help. That's awesome. That's awesome. Never would have thought about that. Because I thought, yeah, hematite's a grounding stone. So um, we had talked about... Other ways we can do cleansing. Um, have you guys ever heard of tornado jar? No, I have not. I'm interested to learn though. I am as well. I've I've heard like brief brief things about them, but I've never had the chance. This to learn. This thing is pretty flipping cool, if you ask me. It's storm magic. So what you want to do? You're basically creating your own tornado, but you need some storm water first. So you got to put your jar out there, collect your storm water. You get some cleansing essential oils, some obsidian, yeah, some black tourmaline, some clear clear quartz, and a pinch of salt. Does you, it matter what kind of salt? I don't think so. Just as long as it's salt, salt, not, you know. So would your positivity salt work, or should you use something like kosher salt? I would use regular salt from the earth. I don't think positivity salt would be appropriate for this. You put them all in this jar, in, your, in a jar, right? And put it, you know, you swirl the jar to create a tornado in the jar, and you start chanting. By the power of the elements, all negativity this jar shall, shall ensnare. This house will be rid of all ill intent and evil beware. With crash of thunder and howling winds, this house is protected and those within. No more hurt or ill will remains. Happiness and love are all that may gain. By my will, the spell is done. Until I will it, it shan't be undone. Then you've spelled your jar, and you place the jar in a prominent place in your home or on your altar. You want to see it every day. 
and then you swirl it every now and then to remove any negative energy that has settled. That's I think this, awesome. I think this is awesome. I think I'm going to build some stormwater. Yeah. That's actually really so We smart. have to wait for a thunderstorm. I'm just going to put a jar outside. Just, It'll collect eventually. I mean, we yeah. live in the desert, and the I weather's mean, been extra bipolar lately. Right? Technically, even if it collects snow and the snow melts, snowstorms are still storms. That's right. And we get some pretty blizzardy type storms out here. Right. And there doesn't look like they're going to let up anytime soon. I mean, we keep saying, oh, look, it's going to be spring. And then the next day we get an inch of snow. Doesn't sound like a lot. An inch of snow does not sound like a lot. But for us, it it's a lot. It feels like a lot. It people, does. as soon as one snowflake hits, people forget how to drive here. Yeah. And it's like, oh, the big storm of 2022. And like, you know. So I personally haven't had the chance to explore many pantheons besides Greek and Norse and things like that. What exactly is a vinegar stream? Vinegar steam? steam? Sorry. It's a Chinese tradition. I'm not very familiar with it either because it's a Chinese tradition. Um, I did find it when I was doing my research. It's a weekly regimen. It can be used whenever you need it. You take rice vinegar, um, but from what I was reading, you can use any type of vinegar you really would like, and you boil it. And then you carry it in a pan all around your home as it's steaming to cleanse your home. Kind of like the same ideas with the four elements, but you use vinegar steam. Okay. I don't think it would smell real great. Probably not. But it sounds like it would be very effective, though. Yes. That is true. I don't know how much you'd need. I don't imagine you'd need a ton. Maybe a cup. Enough to make it steam. And you might have to go, like, if you, you might be able to get it through a couple rooms and then go back and start it steaming again to get it through the rest or, you know. My not sure. main question would be, can you, would adding water to it help with the steam or should you not dilute something like that? I would think you shouldn't dilute it. I didn't think so either, but I figured I should ask at least because... You could use... You could do a different type of steam, though, if you don't want to do a vinegar steam. You could, like, boil your moon water and do a steam that way as well. Yeah, you could. You can steam in other ways. Just the vinegar steam is the Chinese tradition, but steam does help cleanse in other ways. You can use other steam. Yeah, that's true. Because you're still getting the water element there. And you would get air as well. And then if you're boiling it on your stove, there's your fire. (laughs) Maybe take your moon water, add a little bit of your salt, and steam that. There you go. Yeah, yeah, that would work. So, that's that's about all we have for you for cleansing. But now that you know how to remove all the negative energy from your world, go forth and cleanse. Yeah, you'll find that if you do, you'll find more peace and tranquility in your life. Which is almost always needed, especially with the crazy three years that we've last had. Right. But thank you for joining us here on Crones of the Wild Wasteland. We hope that you've enjoyed our chat about cleansing your world, and we hope that you will like and share with all of your pagan friends. Please join me next time, Obsidium is at Sage, when I bring my kids back on the episode, and we'll have another installment of our Beginner Witch series. The next topic will be on the Wheel of the Year. We'll take you on a wild ride around the wheel as we explore the different Sabbaths that the witches celebrate. We'll be here, same witching time, same forest cottage. Join us. But for now, we wish you hail and farewell. Hail Hail and farewell. Join Desert Jen and Obsidia 
Muset Sage next time on Crones of the Wild Wasteland as we chronicle the ways of the witches. Care for yourselves and one another. Keep the strengths of the witches close to your heart and spirit. By the powers of the north, west, south, and east, we bid you hail and farewell.